0: Just miles of mesquite and sagebrush, the occasional lizard that streaked in front of his half-ton pickup, and the large black vulture that had been circling overhead since he'd entered West Texas. West Texas. Who in their right mind would want to live here? Of course, who in their right mind would take off on a road trip when there was plenty of work to be done back at his office in Dogwood? Time was money, and five hours spent on a highway, a foolish waste of both. There was just one thing that trumped the Almighty Dollar in Brant’s book, and the only reason he was driving on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. Family. He glanced down at the navigational system, but it seemed to be as lost as he was. The green arrow sat in the middle of an empty screen, inching toward nothing. Patience, not exactly his strong suit, Brant had just decided to turn around, when a house took shape on the flat horizon. It grew larger and larger until it became a huge monstrosity of a building, with two stories and a red, steeply pitched roof that, with its missing shingles, resembled a checkerboard on the tablecloth of the bright blue sky. As he got closer to the house, he realized that the roof wasn't the only thing that needed repair. White paint bubbled and peeled on the siding, half the shutters hung by only one hinge, and the front porch drooped worse than his grandmother's gardening hat. To the left of the house sat a faded red barn, bookended by two gnarled, trunked cottonwoods. Another cottonwood shaded the front yard, a yard filled with waist-high weeds and a large wooden sign, Trespassers Will Be Prostituted. Brant had never been much of a smiler. His daddy claimed he came out of the womb frowning, and Doc Connolly got a real kick out of confirming the fact but as Brant stared at the sign with the faded green letters, the corners of his mouth curved up, briefly. So this was Miss Hattie's henhouse, the infamous Texas bordello that had brought politicians to their knees and outlaws to their deaths. It seemed inconceivable. Brant hadn't expected to find the grand mansion he'd read about but he certainly hadn't expected to find a pile of sticks that looked as if a stiff wind would topple it like a house of cards. He was surprised by the disappointment that settled deep inside him. He had never been a dreamer. He preferred to deal with hard, cold facts. But the legends and stories about Miss Hattie's had seeped into his subconscious, filling his mind with images of the legendary Whorehouse and the ladies who worked there. Ladies with names like Sassy Kate. Sweet Starlet, Daring Delilah, and the piece de resistance, Hattie Ledoux, the larger-than-life madam who had started the house of ill repute over a hundred years earlier. It was Miss Hattie who had occupied most of Brant's thoughts in the last month, Miss Hattie who had spawned sensual dreams that had him waking up in a sweaty state of arousal. Maybe that was why he felt so disappointed, The dreams had replaced the nightmares that had plagued him since the tornado. If the dreams stopped, there would be no reprieve from the memories that lurked in the corner of his mind, waiting to consume him when he least expected it. He drove up a deeply rutted road and parked in what was left of a brick circular drive. After the humidity of East Texas, the late September air felt hot and dry. He tugged his cowboy hat lower as he got out of the truck then maneuvered through the weeds that almost obscured the pathway. A flash of black pulled his attention up to the sky. The vulture still circled directly overhead, its long feathered wings spread wide, its beady eyes searching for death. Some would take it as a bad omen, but Brant didn't believe in omens, just curses and revenge. You here on business or pleasure? a raspy feminine voice stopped him in his tracks. His gaze narrowed in on the shadowy form in one corner of the porch. After seeing the condition of the house, he had assumed that Miss Hattie's was vacant, so it took him a moment to get over his surprise and pull off his hat. Is there a difference? A husky cackle was followed by a soft hum as a battery-operated wheelchair rolled out of the shadows, Brandt had learned the importance of a poker face a long time ago, but it took real effort to keep his shock in check. The pictures in the history books of a blonde temptress were nothing like the nightmarish creature who squinted back at him. A huge magenta wig surrounded a face.